Nearly three weeks after Elisa Lam went missing, a body has been found in a water tank on the roof of her hotel. Elisa Lam. The daughter of two immigrants from Hong Kong was a student at the University of British Columbia before her trip to Los Angeles, where the incident occurred. She was an avid fashion blogger, contributing to her blog, Etherfields, and posting regularly on Tumblr. There are a few things to note down when browsing through her posting history. Lam expressed her disappointment in herself for experiencing her mental illness again. Lam had previously been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and was on four different medications prior to her solo travels, including Wellbutrin, Lamictal, Seroquel, and Effexor. Wellbutrin is a widely used antidepressant to treat depressive disorder. Lamictal is a mood stabilizer. Seroquel is used to treat many different mental disorders and is an antipsychotic. Defexor is another medication used to treat depression, anxiety, and social phobia. All of these medications come with a laundry list of side effects, but are generally prescribed together and are a safe round of medications to take. According to Lam's parents, she never had a history of suicidal behavior, but they originally kept her disorders quiet. There was also a report that claimed she had once gone missing for a brief period of time in the past. Despite Lam's relapse into her mental disorder, her plans to travel the West Coast were still in place. Lam made her way to Los Angeles by Amtrak and city transport. She originally planned making her way through the West Coast by touring San Diego, Los Angeles, and ending her trip in San Francisco. Initially, Lam's parents were apprehensive of her trip as it was very last minute and unexpected. She was able to appease her parents' fears by promising to call daily with updates on her whereabouts and safety. On January 22, 2013, Lam arrived in San Diego where she posted on her social media accounts of her time at the San Diego Zoo. By the 26th, she made it to Los Angeles and two days later checked into the Cecile Hotel. During Alyssa's stay, multiple odd incidents occurred before her death. She was originally assigned a shared room on the fifth floor with other guests, but was reassigned to her own room two days after checking in. According to the hotel's lawyer, her roommates had complained to management about her peculiar and erratic behavior. Lam was scheduled to check out of the hotel on the 31st of January 2013, but failed to do so. Up until this point, Lam had kept her promise to her parents and called daily to check in. She did not call on the 31st, which led to her parents calling the Los Angeles Police Department, concerned for her whereabouts. They later flew to Los Angeles to help search for her. Katie Orphan, manager of a nearby bookstore, reported seeing Alyssa on the 31st. She claimed she was by herself and was a very outgoing, lively, and friendly person. She spoke with Alyssa at the bookstore, where she was shopping for gifts for her parents. Among other topics, Alyssa told Katie she was second-guessing the book she originally picked out because it may have been too heavy to carry throughout the rest of her travels before returning home to Canada. The Los Angeles Police Department conducted a search of the Cecile Hotel. Since Lamb was reported missing, the police didn't have authority to do an in-depth search, so they conducted as detailed a search as they legally could at that time. They even brought a canine unit to assist with the search, but were unable to locate Lamb or even pick up her scent. Without any success, a week passed before the LAPD could post about Lamb asking the public and media if anyone knows where she may be. By February 15th, more than two weeks after Alyssa went missing, the LAPD released a video of her last known whereabouts taken in one of the Cecile Hotel's elevators by CCTV. 
The video gained global traction but no one came forth with information regarding Lamb's whereabouts. The video is unsettling to say the least. It begins with Lamb entering and appearing to glare at the elevator floor buttons for a few seconds. She then rapidly pokes her head out of the elevator and looks in both directions, as if she was looking for someone. A few days before her disappearance, Lam had posted some odd content on her Tumblr. One post mentioned she had lost her phone at the Speakeasy Lounge in Los Angeles. Another claimed that strange men were pursuing her aggressively. Although in the video it appears Alyssa is hiding from someone, nobody else was caught on the 4-minute video CCTV captured. At one point, it appears Alyssa is having a conversation with someone who isn't there, but that is strictly speculation after reviewing the video many times. At other points in the video, Alyssa gets in and out of the elevator. It looks as if she pushes every button available in the elevator before exiting again, where she begins moving her hands in a very disturbing and manic way, as if she is experiencing some sort of mental break. Her odd behavior and the fact that nobody else was caught on camera with her led many to believe she was undergoing a psychotic break. During the search for Lamb, guests in the hotel complained about the lack of water pressure in their rooms and that the water was discolored and had an unusual taste. This led police to the water tanks located on the roof of the Cecil Hotel. There were four 1,000-gallon tanks on the roof which provided all hotel guests and employees with their water supply. Alyssa's body was located in one of the water tanks. Some reports claimed Alyssa was located nude. Others report she was fully clothed and there was the presence of a sand-like material all over her body. According to her autopsy report, police did find Alyssa not clothed, however, her clothes were recovered for analysis. The report also states all of Alyssa's clothes did have a sand-like particle attached to the fabric and was loosely present in the fold of the clothes. The report details that Alyssa had no obstructions in her airway, no internal or external injuries, and ultimately she passed due to drowning. The coroner's examination showed no evidence of trauma and toxicology studies did not show drug or alcohol abuse. The toxicology report did however show that Alyssa was currently taking her medications in proper fashion. This finding has led many to believe she did not undergo a psychotic episode because she was current with her medications. Many questioned Alyssa's decision to stay at the Cecile Hotel due to its history and incidents that have happened there in the past. The hotel opened in 1927 and throughout its years of being opened, there have been at least 16 different murders, suicides, and claims of unexplained paranormal events. Two of America's most notorious serial killers have even resided in the Cecile Hotel. Richard Ramirez, who was convicted of 13 counts of murder by 1989, frequented the hotel in between his crimes. One report even stated he would remove his blood-soaked clothes in the dumpsters behind the Cecile Hotel before going into his room. Australian serial killer Jack Unterweger frequented the Cecile Hotel as well. It was thought that he was ultimately trying to copy Richard Ramirez's crimes, which led him to stay in the same hotel as him. Even Elizabeth Short, aka the Black Dahlia, was seen frequenting the hotel days before her murder. Other incidents include a mother throwing her newborn baby out of a window in the hotel. A man was fatally hit by a woman who had jumped out of one of the hotel's windows, and many cases of residents poisoning themselves or committing self-harm. The Cecile Hotel was not in a very nice location, which led to quality of hotel guests to dwindle. The hotel is surrounded by the famous Skid Row, which is home to thousands of homeless and questionable people. This resulted in the hotel gaining a reputation as a meeting place for junkies, runaways, and criminals. It's always been questioned why Elisa Lamb 
would choose this hotel to reside in during her West Coast trip, but can more than likely be summed up to cost. In one of her Tumblr posts, she mentioned eating a meal for $3 in San Diego. Obviously, Lam was trying to stretch her funds as best as possible for this trip, and the Cecile Hotel would be a cheap stay in a dangerous location. If foul play was involved in the death of Alyssa, there is no shortage of potential suspects in the immediate area. Like the autopsy says, Lamb's death was caused by drowning. The autopsy also mentioned it was an accident, however, the actual cause was marked as could not be determined. There are many theories as to what happened on the 31st of January 2013. As mentioned before, the main theory is that Alyssa suffered from some sort of psychotic episode, but this theory is widely ignored due to the fact that Lamb's toxicology report indicated she had her prescribed medications in her system at the time of her death. Some believe Lam was playing the Korean elevator game. This is unlikely, however, some believe this to be the case due to a handful of other cases of individuals being found in water tanks after playing the game. According to online theorists, you must play this game in a building that has 10 or more floors. The player is to enter an elevator on the first floor, press 4, and when you reach the fourth floor, let the door open and stay in the elevator, then press 2 to go to the second floor. When you reach the second floor, press 6. When you reach the 6th floor, press 2. When you reach the 2nd floor again, press 10. Once you reach the 10th floor, the player must press 5 to go to the 5th floor. Apparently, when you reach the 5th floor, a girl will appear and enter the elevator. You're told not to look or speak to the girl, and instead, press 10 again to go to the 10th floor. Once you reach the 10th floor, you'll have entered another realm or dimension. Although this scenario is highly unlikely and fictional, it's a popular opinion online. Others believe Alyssa was under the influence of ecstasy, which contributed to her odd behavior, but as we know from the toxicology report, this is not accurate. Another theory points to Alyssa being murdered or assassinated. As she mentioned on her Tumblr account, she claims to have been aggressively pursued by strange men the night she lost her phone at the speakeasy. Her phone to date has not been recovered and there is no mention of eyewitness reports indicating her claims of these strange men is true. However, this could be a valid theory. There are many supporting factors that could validate this theory such as the area, the crime rate within the hotel itself, and the fact that the hotel is surrounded by Skid Row. A quick search of the hotel's Yelp page shows many reviews detailing the vagrants and unsavory characters that frequent the hotel. There is of course an outlandish theory that circulated the internet for a while. When viewing the Cecile Hotel on Google Maps, a company labeled the Invisible Light Agency pops up within the hotel. Some have suggested that Alyssa had links with military members and had posted articles about cloaking technology in the military on Facebook and Twitter. These specific posts were made before her travels to Los Angeles. Users have taken the post and the name of the company and have created a theory that Alyssa was assassinated for knowing too much. Of course, this theory is purely speculation and, if anything, complete fiction. The final theory is that Alyssa knowingly took her own life. This could be exactly what happened. However, her parents have remained adamant that regardless of her history with depression and bipolar disorder, Alyssa has never shown suicidal tendencies and enjoyed living her life. What we can't explain is how did Lamb make her way to the roof of the hotel where the water tanks were located. The door that provides access to the roof is typically locked. Even if the door was not locked, the LAPD needed a 12-foot ladder just to access the lid of the water tank where her body was discovered. 
Furthermore, the water tank lids lock and are quite heavy. It's unlikely Alyssa made her way to the top of the tank, unlocked the lid, lifted it, submerged herself, and closed and locked the lid afterwards. The circumstances surrounding where Lamb was found could indicate another person being present at the time of her death. Another chilling piece of information surrounding the death of Alyssa Lamb, which could entirely be a coincidence, but is worth mentioning, is that shortly after Alyssa's body was discovered, many of the homeless who lived in Skid Row surrounding the Cecile Hotel started to get tuberculosis. It was considered an outbreak at the time, and the testing kit used to determine if a person has tuberculosis is medically called Lamb-Alyssa. This kit was developed in 2009, four years before Alyssa embarked on her trip to the West Coast. To add to the strangeness, the Tuberculosis Research Center that developed this kit is located at the same school Alyssa Lamb attended, the University of British Columbia. Alyssa's death also has a strong resemblance to the film Dark Water. In the film, an elevator and the death of an Asian girl who drowned in the water system on top of the apartment building surrounds the plot. This could of course also be coincidental, but nonetheless, it's a strange connection to the case. Despite the mass amount of theories that have never panned out, there are some hard facts that point to Alyssa's death being either suicide or murder. Police did eventually pick up Lamb's scent using a canine. The scent was located at a window on the far side of the Cecile Hotel. The window led directly to a fire escape, which would be the only way to access the roof, bypassing the main door, which historically remained locked. Eliza did have a history of mental health issues, and although her medications were in her system at the time of her bizarre death, this doesn't mean she was invincible to experiencing a psychotic episode. The unexplainable events surrounding Lamp's death include the post to her Tumblr detailing the strange men who were pursuing her, and her post stating she lost her phone, which has never been found, the water tank being locked from the outside when she was found inside the tank, and the fact that the lid is quite heavy and would be difficult to unlatch, move, and pull back over from the inside. This would be especially difficult for someone to do while experiencing a psychotic episode. During the investigation, a hotel guest who stayed one floor beneath Alyssa on the third floor reported hearing a very loud thud or bang, as if something or someone took a hard fall around the same time it suspected Alyssa went missing. Another guest who stayed on the same floor as Alyssa reportedly heard a similar noise but was never fully interviewed by the police investigating the disappearance. There's one final consensus. Most online theorists have a strong belief that Alyssa is speaking with someone outside of the elevator in the CCTV footage. Perhaps there was a second person with Alyssa but just out of the frame. To this day, Alyssa's death has officially been ruled a drowning. The circumstances which led to her death, however, are still recorded down as could not be determined. Thanks for watching. Please like, comment, and subscribe for more content. If you have any cases that need to be brought to light or need to be more widely publicized, please message us directly.